0: Welcome to Our Stories. I'm your host, Josh Awind. I'll be discussing with my guests stories about what makes them Jewish. We'll dive into their bonds to Judaism and what they hope to pass on to the next generation. Regardless of denomination, gender, or geography, I hope to highlight the commonality between us all through these episodes. Thank you for joining me for these stories, Our Stories. Welcome. Your name
1: Shiri, Shiri. from Southwest.
0: Very nice. And you're from?
1: Current. I'm from Tlalim. Okay. Kibbutz Lalim in the Negev.
0: Were you born and raised here? Or yes. Were, so your your whole life you were from? Totally Israeli. Nice. Where um, were you? Where did you start your life in the Negev? In Tel Aviv. Okay. And what what is your very first Jewish memory?
1: Very simple, very clear. Yeah. When I was 13 years old. My dad was um, um, went on. We went on a family shlichut. Okay and I went to a public school. Okay. I had two memories. I was sent to Salomon Shechta Okay. And I came back home crying, and I said, who are all these people? Yeah. Why are they praying all day? And I said, I want to go to public school. And uh, two weeks later, I went to public school, And because my dad was a shalikh for the Sohnut, and they said, no, 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 she has to go to the Jewish school. My dad said, she's miserable. She yeah. doesn't want. They pray all day. We've, we've never prayed before, you know, totally yeah. Israeli secular family. Um... And I went to public school, and a girl came across the hall one day when I was in eighth grade. And she said to me, hey, you're from Israel, right? I said, yeah. And it was Teaneck, New Jersey. So I said to her, yeah. And she said to me, so you're Jewish. And I said to her, I'm Israeli. Mm -hmm. She goes, well, but you're Jewish. I said, yeah. But that was the first time in my life that I really remember facing... The fact that I was Jewish, because until then I was Israeli. Mm-hmm. I said I feel just like, you know, I remember feeling just like all the other people in Israel, the Arabs for that matter. Mm-hmm. Just felt very connected to the land, not to the religion.
0: So did that change anything on how you looked at Judaism at that point, or is it just more this idea that that was almost like a bat mitzvah moment where, like, this <laughs> is a coming of age that you never had to think about it before because you it's only like you just you just lived here and. Religion wasn't a big part of your life, and the biggest part of your life, as far as being Jewish, was this seminal moment. Did that change how you looked at Judaism moving forward, or it just was kind of a blip and you recognized it and you moved on?
1: I didn't recognize it back then at all. But when I was when I was told to dig in for my Jewish identity and my first shilichut as an adult, mm-hmm. when I was 26, and they, they asked me so. When were you encountered with this Jewish terminology before? And I said, you know what? Only then. So I think it was a seed installed, mm-hmm. which led me to everything I did after. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't aware of it. Only when I started my shlichut as an adult, I understood that that thing that she said to me in that corridor about me being Jewish got me through, got me to start a journey, did which ever, never really finished.
0: Did you ever become friends with that girl?
1: I don't remember who she was. <laughs>
0: Where did you do your your shlichot?
1: I did just... one in Toronto okay. for one year. Didn't end up so well. I was for Habanim and I couldn't figure out what they wanted. Yeah, they 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 had some episodes there with their Palestine thing and I didn't yeah. understand what they really wanted. So I think that was kind of a being Israeli in a Jewish camp was a bit of a shock. Okay. And I was actually in charge of that camp as a shlicha for the summer, but I was doing a whole shlichut with Hillel okay. in the campuses in Toronto, yeah. as well as with Habonim Dror. Okay. Um, and then...
0: So let's talk about that. Did that? Did, so they had programming that talked about Palestine and Palestinians.
1: Habonim you, did.
0: Didn't you disagree? Or it was just a challenge of...
1: It really encountered me. It, it, it got me, it faced me during the summer camp. Until then, I didn't really... I mean, they had a few conferences, and they talked about Palestine. It was 2000. It was a huge intifada at that time, mm-hmm. the second one. And um, they just were... They kept talking about politics, and I, I came from Tzufim, non-political organization, youth movement, you know, and they couldn't relate to that. It was just too political for me, mm-hmm. and that completely... Did, but, but in Hillel, I found myself. What, I enjoyed what? with the Israelis. It was the first time I was exposed. To what? to Israelis who lived outside of Israel and their identity.
0: How did what What's that moment? What was that moment like? Is it that was something? revealing. What, what was?
1: Because one of them was a kibbutznik, and he said, you know, I, I don't know who I am. I'm 13 years old, and I'm Israeli, but when I go to Israel, they tell me I'm American. But when I live in America, the Americans called me Israeli, and I myself don't know where I belong. And he wasn't the only one, and we had a lot of conversations because I was in charge of the of the Israeli, you know, the the Hilel, the Israeli engagement part Mm -hmm. of it. Before all the campuses, Shlichim were, you know, it was back in 1999. Okay. So I'm that old. But but it was like the first time I was encountered with that concept of Israelis. And when I came back from that Shlichut, I remember when they wanted me to summarize it. I remember saying, you know, you need to send a sheliach for the Israelis, not just for the Jews, because yeah. they're lost. And they don't know what's going on because, you know, the parents take it for granted that they're Israeli. Yeah. But they have no idea who they are and what Jewish means, and they never go to synagogue.
0: So is that something that you saw in that 13-year-old boy, something in yourself that clicked? Or was it just simply... It's a good question or is it just simple or is simply I, something that you know it, that you recognize that again one of these seeds that was dropped along the way that maybe having that experience or seeing that that it gave you insight to say listen our people are struggling in america because there's no connect between the two and they're just these siloed people did that help i mean you or does that help you recognize now
1: I think so. Back then, a friend of mine from university made a movie, and he interviewed me just like you're doing now. And he told me why is and one of his concepts, why why is Israeli community so disconnected from the local Jewish community? Why do they have two different ones? Like, they never interact. They don't come to the same events. They don't share the same interests, the same, I don't know, common knowledge even. And... I don't know. I always said to them. I think that I, I had a whole bunch of ideas, and I it was a long interview. Mm-hmm. But having said that, I think that in the long run, having married a Canadian—not anymore—but we were married for many years—and um, understanding that living outside of Israel for so many years, which I did, and then in Oklahoma, my second shlichut, I understood that I'm no longer totally Israeli.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, but my friends tell me, oh, you're so American. And Americans tell me, oh, you're so Israeli. So now it brings me back to my conversation with that guy. Yeah. Because I think you lose some of your identity when you live for a long time in, in another country.
0: Yeah. You lose your, your Israeli identity to your—it sounds like almost to your Israeli friends— yeah, because so,
1: they're like, oh, you talk like Americans, you sound like them, you know, you changed. you're so polite, you're, <laughs> you you know, you ask all the time if you can and if you may and what's wrong with you, come on, be, be as cool as you used to be. And I'm like, yeah, I like the person I've become.
0: Did that ever affect, is that solely just your, your Israeliness, so to speak? Was there ever any discussion of your Jewishness in any of it, or was it just simply... You look at those as two of the same things?
1: No, 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 absolutely not, no. My revelation when I was 13 was just like a little... And then in Oklahoma, when my kids were raised there mostly uh, for three years, uh, I noticed that they would never, ever learn anything Jewish unless they went, unless they were in a shlichut, because I think that a lot of shlichim discovered their Jewish identity in a shlichut. Until then, we're all just Israelis wandering around... Israel, you know, kind of, you know, feeling Israeli, not really sure why we're here. I mean, I am not a good example because I was very connected to Judaism through many years for my community in Israel. But a lot of Israelis are wandering around, I'm sure, you know, thinking, okay, whatever, I'm Israeli.
0: So if you found that your kids have, your kids, you notice right away that your kids just didn't care about anything Jewish, it sounds like. Is there anything that you had done to change that and once you noticed it? Is there something that you, you reversed, or is there something that you said, no, I, I want my kids to be different? Or, in the say, in a different tone, have you watched your kids since become Jewish in a certain way by some values or something that you have done in any way? If, if that makes
1: sense? It makes a lot of sense. I think that I'm going to just... Um answer the way I have it in my my head um, because I, I think I understand what you're asking. My kids were very Jewish in America. They went to Jewish summer camps for three years. They went to Green family camp in Texas. I was faculty there. We knew all the prayers. We sang. We went to Chabad every other weekend. We were very Jewish. Went to conservative synagogue every weekend. As soon as we landed back in Israel and we left our community in the center, came to the kibbutz, nothing. We have no no connection to. No we light candles. Well, I don't know if there's no desire. It's almost like it's not there. There's different things. I mean, so now we have created a little community with one of the people here in, in the conference, David, who's actually created a community in our kibbutz that's like a learning space for Jewish um, content, like Midrash and stuff like that. But there is there was like nothing. Because there is an Orthodox synagogue, which we didn't really connect to, just because it was just mostly men going on Friday nights, but there was not the ceremonial aspect of it, of the community. Because mm-hmm. Israel, you know, you're in Israel, so you're Jewish. Mm-hmm. You wake up in the morning, you're Jewish. In America, you wake up, you're thinking, what am I going to do today to be Jewish? Yeah. Like, in your head, it's like, I got to be Jewish. I yeah. got to go to Hila, I got to go to synagogue, I got to do something. Here, it's so for granted. Mm-hmm. So you just live your life in the Jewish land. You don't I don't think you stop a lot to think about your Jewish identity. And when we brought him to speak in the kibbutz, he was he was so I mean there was such an people were like really against it. Oh my god, you're making us Haredes. you that's the Israeli thing. Really? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Even just a little bit.
1: Even just a little bit. Is it and c- even if it's a reform.
0: Scares it scares it
1: scares the hell out of them because to them, Jewish Jewish learning means Jewish influence means forcing your Jewish life and your opinions and others. Mm.
0: Have you found a way to connect with the kibbutz that has been a positive? Yeah. Where sprinkling in a little bit of that. Have you seen a change in your kibbutz once, once the those Jewish elements have come through? Or it's too early yet to tell.
1: I think it's too early to tell. But we have become like we started as three people, and then ten other people came to for interest, and then they dropped, and another two came, and now now we're like a solid eight people.
0: Two four eight.
1: (laughs) Two four eight. And and that's yeah. Perfect. Yeah.
0: Well thank you for your stories. Thank you for your You're very welcome, Josh.
1: It was nice. Yeah.